closing. Hold on to your butts. Don't waste my motherfucking time! I got up this morning. Try to bake and run. Who bakes? Oh, and welcome runs. everybody to the Lotus Cast. I got my good buddy Joe and Adam joining as always. Happy Thursday. What do we have so much in store for you this evening? So much to discuss. So much to get to. Uh, you know, I was. Uh, we we don't get tweeted. We two people tweet at us on on the Twitters. It's either wheelbarrow full of dicks or liquid lozenge. It's that's it, you know. Um, what happened, to everybody? One else? of yeah, I that's it. I mean, <laughs> that's all it's ever been. Fucking, I mean, nobody really tweeted at us before, but uh, the well is dry. Um, but uh, yeah, liquid lozenge is tweeting at us today, <laughs> and I I had completely forgotten that. Uh, we interviewed uh, Michael Rooker. Like I haven't thought about the Michael Rooker interview in so long, and it, it's funny because was that, that how Michael long Rooker ago was that? that was before he was Yondu. Yeah, we got <laughs> yeah, him before he was Yondu. That's funny. <laughs> we well, yeah, he he had actually filmed that movie. Uh, I talked to him in the interview uh, about him being Yondu in Guardians of the Galaxy, and I remember thinking like, oh, nobody's. I, that was in the frame of like nobody's going to go see that movie. Guardians of the Galaxy would not be a hit. Like, there's no way we could get Michael Rooker now. <laughs> no, no, no. Yeah, his star has risen too high, and, and we have fallen too far. Wasn't that? Wasn't he um, on The Walking Dead at that time? Yeah, he was on The Walking Dead, and Guardians of the Galaxy was slated to come out that summer because it was it was winter when I I talked to him. Uh, I remember how shitty that that whole situation was because. His publicist only had uh, available times to interview him during the day, and there was no way that we were all going to be able to get together because of work. And I was actually working. I was driving. I was on the road in a snowstorm. And when the interview, the time for the interview was had arrived, like I remember, there was so much fucking snow on the ground. I had to pull over in a gas station and do this makeshift, like stupid recording on my phone and put them on speaker. And it was like I, the quality was horrid did we air that yeah we aired it we we played it on the the next I remember live vaguely show. editing it but like i don't remember what happened with it yeah i like i i sent it to you and i know that you did your best to make it sound not like dog shit <laughs> yeah i just remember because it was at a time where uh it was in the middle of a work day or something and like you were the only one who could really get to it Dude, i i want to say it was a wednesday yeah like or thursday it, it, I don't know that we were really doing shows on Thursday night. Like, I don't know what our schedule was. I think we were doing, because I think we were in, like, my Franklin apartment at the time. And so I think we were doing regular shows. It's just, like, it happened to be at, like, 1 p.m. on a Wednesday. And, like, you were the yeah. only one around. 
So yeah, I, like well, one of I, your proudest interviews, and you just like. I just remember. <laughs> don't listen to it. Actually, now that I think about it, you just asked him about the weather a lot. No, no, like I, I was really embarrassing in the beginning because, um, like, it was a crappy day for me in general, just with the storm and and work. Like the owners were in town, and I remember I I needed to get back. And I had worked all night. Like I had done a complete overnight shift. I was exhausted. The owners wanted to meet with all of the drivers uh, at, at my location at a hotel, and we were just—I remember just being fucking tired. And uh, you know, the first thing I asked him to set up the interview was just like, "How's the weather in California?" <laughs> just—it <laughs> was so stupid. It was so bad, and. Uh, I actually I didn't mind the interview past that. Uh, I remember t- asking him about the like pussification of America, and he talked about being a gym teacher when he was younger, and how he doesn't like how soft uh, like s- you know schools are on are on kids these days, um, which I thought was kind of funny. And then he talked about uh, The Walking Dead a little bit, and I think uh, I think he talked about. No, we did talk about how long he had to sit in makeup for uh, Guardians of the Galaxy. But um, did it air recently? Is this why it came up? Or I have no idea. I don't know why Liquid Lozenge uh, listened to the show. Um, Wait, was that what was in Goodbye 2013? The tweet I saw was like Goodbye 2013 was actually a good episode. I was like, that was yeah. He ago. so he tweeted. He tweeted is like Goodbye 2013 is a pretty good Lotus Cast episode. Uh, and then I think I asked him why, and he said everyone sounds relaxed and having fun. And you had that interview with the Guardians actor, which was funny how it went. Uh, and I'm only assuming Guardians, meaning Guardians of the Galaxy, Michael Rooker. It's only it's the only Guardians. Well, no, we connection. Got, we uh, talked to Chris Pratt for a while after yeah, the first yeah, Guardians. <laughs> right. We had that exclusive everyone interview. Everyone sounds relaxed and having fun. <laughs> Not like now, where it's like everyone's in stress. Everyone's and, on edge. Yeah. Yeah, we're really other. on edge these days. What are they going to um, say next? I don't know. I'm really I don't know edge. what this means, but he said, I also like how you debated the Francis video from Boogie2988, real or not. And I don't even know what, what the fuck that means. What did we do? Oh, he's a I, YouTuber I, I, and Francis is his character. He's like a whiny fat kid. I don't uh, recall. Yeah, what, I don't me. remember ever debating that, but that's fake for sure. I don't recall anything that we do <laughs> on this show. <laughs> Listen, yeah, I mean, there's a lot of things that could happen. I, I've well, people I sometimes have no clue. we used to have that issue. Like people would be like, "What did we talk about uh, last week?" And it'd be like a couple days later. I'm like, I have no idea. I think we drank a lot more back then too. Yeah, uh, I, I think I, we I went into a single show back then, not being half in the bag. Well, no, I I think if, I think that was probably one of the, though that was definitely a show that we were doing at Joe's apartment, and I don't think we we got really drunk at Joe's apartment. Where where things went south is when the Mai we started at the Lotus. Yeah. yeah, when we started doing the Lotus cast, uh, right, and going to the Lotus before the Lotus cast, <laughs> that was that was always bad. I mean, we we definitely had plenty of beers before our other shows, but I don't think it was ever as bad as like three. Mai Tais. I remember saying, <laughs> like having conversations with Dave and Joe, like, we can't have three Mai Tais before no. the show. Yeah. Because there's even a point where, like, it went over three and we were just miserable oh, oh. drunks, like, Dude, that... attacking each other viciously. <laughs> like, it was just bad. And you had Roman with you there every was... week with breathing trouble? Yeah. And Roman, who, like, could barely breathe as it is, like, get him drunk yeah. and you, he actually might die from lack of oxygen. I, 
I think there was a five Mai Tai show once. Ugh. Yeah. I'm almost positive. I, I actually think it was the five Mai Tai show that made me like, like hey, we need to, to reevaluate we need to your stop. life and your priorities. <laughs> I remember yeah, one when is, we were still at, we did it at the Lotus and I pretty much passed out at the table. Uh, I'm sure. <laughs> the, that, I don't remember that, that. first year uh, when we, it was still at the Lotus and you just got like literally everybody in the bar that would show up to the table. <laughs> With music in the background? Yeah. People playing Dude, pool I just on the all side. the drunk people. Well, there's a microphone they'd stumble over. Oh, you just wanted to play pool. Oh, you guys got microphones. What are you guys doing out there? You uh, Was Jason in that 2013 episode? Yeah, was it uh, all well, full eight, car- uh, eight cast members? Yeah, yeah, we had so many people I just, just trying to cram. The first time, like, when we decided to go to, I think it was, like, Rock and Shock or something. Like, we just got, like, convention passes, and you're like, I- I've got room for, like, three people. And there was, like, eight of us, and we're, like, trying to figure out who should go. <laughs> <laughs> yeah i remember because i i think i initially asked for six yeah and i tried to pass it off that we could get like two teams of three people <laughs> <laughs> and they just weren't having it no they're they were like, like um we can do two three the most and i was like well we could definitely let's do three and yeah. i think we had to rotate <laughs> yeah there's just way too many people but but you looked the out for old... everyone huh I mean, you looked out and got everyone in there. That's true. Everyone got there. I don't pants. think Jason went. I don't think Jason ended up going. I don't think Sean went. I, I, no, didn't, I, I, didn't Sean what? end up going on Sunday? He went to oh, a maybe. rock and shock. Like, um, I think we gave him somebody's pass. It might have been yours, actually. Yeah. Adam. Yeah, I think I, I went on Friday. And, was it just Saturday and Sunday or was it Friday and Saturday? It was Friday through Sunday, it, but I don't know if we went Friday. Or I remember. I oh, I, I think we went all three nights. For, the, yeah. the first year. That first Rock and Shock, like we did I remember, ton. we filmed a ton. That first Rock and Shock, we did a lot. Yeah. Uh, we did a lot the first year at Rock and Shock. Like we got some interviews, and we interviewed a lot of the vendors and shit like that. We we didn't use a lot of it, but we we worked our asses off. Yeah, uh, and Dave actually uploaded a couple of spots to YouTube, like some thirty minute segments of stuff that we did there. Yeah, yeah, I think that was our Brian O'Halloran interview. Yeah, that was in there. I treasure that for getting cheek to cheek with uh, Jay from Jay and Silent Bob. Yeah. Oh God, that was such an awesome moment. Ah, <laughs> uh, that that is like one of the coolest things to ever have happen ever. Is just fucking <laughs> Jason Muse walking around the corner, and I said, "Jason," and he turns around, and what did he say? It was like, "Take a look at this guy's dick" or something. <laughs> yeah, that was yeah, the yeah. first thing out of his the, mouth. Because he pointed at yeah, the zombie there. Like, yeah. you ever seen a zombie dick? <laughs> yeah, was, that was the first thing he said. It was like, "Hey, Jay," and he turns around. And, you ever yeah, see a like, zombie dick. <laughs> <laughs> so silly, and he just came over and talked to everybody. Took pictures. He was so nice. They were airing that cartoon. It was like the Jay and Silent Bob cartoon or something. Wasn't uh, Kevin Smith supposed to be there, but didn't make it? Yeah, Kevin Smith was supposed to be there. Uh, he didn't make it. Brian O'Halloran was there, and, and Jason Mewes. I think that was the only. Uh, there might have been somebody else from the View Askew crew or whatever. He also but. got like our seventh Tony Moran interview there. Yeah. <laughs> By that point, we're just like, all right, I think we know enough about Tony that we don't need any more from him. 
And now that he's in the news, we can't get him again. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we, there's no way we can hook back up with Tony Brand. Uh, yeah, that was when we did the Tony Todd interview. Yeah, and uh, you asked him about Smallville, and he's just like, "Ah, oh, Mr. Jitters." <laughs> no, he. I asked him about Smallville, and he fucking started talking about nine eleven. Yeah, <laughs> but he remembered his character's name. Like he was only in one episode. Yeah, the Jitters. That was a really silly Voice convention. Yeah, um, it was fun. Uh, so, uh, dude, fucking big show, Metallica, last Friday. Yeah. Um, Did you guys have fun? I had a great time. I had a blast. Yeah. Uh, I mean, Matt and I talked about it a little bit, um, but we didn't uh, show up ready to tailgate, which I think was probably our biggest mistake. Uh, I, I really wish, uh, like, I saw pictures, Adam, of you tailgating, and I regret nothing more than not saying, where are you? Yeah. <laughs> we pulled into the fucking parking lot. I think actually um, by the time we got there, you, you had mentioned before that you wanted to get there like for the first act just so that you could be like right up on the stage. Well, actually, I ended up, um, I wanted to go in earlier, but I was like, mm, I'll have one more beer. And then I was like, I'll have one more beer until I ended up having like yeah. six beers. Well, when did you and finally I, go in? I went in at seven, which was, uh, Volbeat was already playing. They were halfway through. But uh, I, I managed to fight my way like really close. That's actually about when Matt and I got in there. It was about halfway through Volbeat, and we assumed that you. It wasn't halfway through Volbeat. They had uh, one. They had, they had a, a couple half songs. of a song. They had they had half of a song. One and a half songs left. No, they had more than that. They had like two. Or uh, no, three I'm songs. telling you, they had one and a half mm-hmm. songs left. Because we walked in as they were playing, and we moved our way to the side, and they started playing. They were like, "Are you guys ready for Metallica?" And then they said, all right, we're playing this song. And everybody cheered because they knew it, and they ended their I set. I guess where there was like two or three songs. What time did you guys no. like actually park? Uh, 4.30, I think. Somewhere yeah, we, we got there kind of early. 4 o'clock, yeah. So you did hang out and have some beers. We went to we, Toby we Keith's. Went, yeah, yeah, we went right to Toby Keith's. And uh, hung out there, and that was actually pretty packed. Um, and but we got like these big thirty-two ounce beers. They were Dude. Like nine bucks. Yeah, the, I was actually uh, so at first I thought, man, these beers are really expensive. But then when I thought thirty-two ounce beers for nine bucks, I was like, that's actually not a bad deal. Um, yeah, it's not a bad deal uh, for a bar, but like obviously we would have saved more money had we like brought beers and tailgated. Uh, I don't know oh, why sure. we yeah. didn't even think of it like on the way down there. We just kind of went If there I know directly. you guys were there that early, I mean, yeah, you could have come over at a burger. We had plenty of Oh, yeah, I, honestly, I, I think I... Yeah, we had a little camping grill. I, I think I at one point said like, oh, Adam's going to be in there earlier. So, like, he's, you know, he's probably... I, I, I think there was a reason why. <laughs> um, and I don't... I, I, I want to say I thought you, got, you were, would already be in there early. Because you said something about being in there early. Yeah. Um, that was my plan so was until like, I got drunk. Yeah. It was, it, Dude, it, it, was, it was a mess in that parking lot. Like, we went back to the parking lot to go back to the car uh, for a little bit. And people were just, like, falling over, stumbling. Like, they had drank yeah. way too much before the concert even started. And they were just... Dude, like, as we mess. were... That's right. Because when we were walking to the venue, there was that woman who was laying on, like, one of the curbs. Yeah. And her husband was, like petting her petting because her in the she back. was so like, Matt was like is she dead like she could literally <laughs> like the, her husband was just like stroking her and then you kind of see her hand move a little bit but like yeah she was already on the ground the concert hadn't even started Adam there was there, so when we went back to the car uh, like there was a there's a porta john uh, right uh, by our, by the car and I was like great I, I, we can go take a piss before we head in um, 
so I went in and I pissed and then I come out and then Joe goes in to piss and then this guy comes up and he is obliterated like he can <laughs> barely talk and I was kind of standing in front of the the portage on waiting for for Joe to come out and I see him and I said oh hey man I'm not I'm not standing in line you can go ahead so like I kind of move out of the way and I said really man you're just part of a uh a reality show, a hidden camera reality <laughs> show. Uh, it's a new thing that we've started on YouTube uh, called Holding Up the Line, where I just stand in line and hold it up. <laughs> Dude thought I was serious. He was like, wait, really? He starts looking around for the camera. And I was like, no, I'm just kidding. And he, he kept saying, he was like, behind that Lexus, is there really a camera that's going to pop out? And I'm like, Dude, I can <laughs> Uh, I wish you had grabbed him and just started pointing in random directions. Like, there's our camera. There's our camera. There's our camera. I told him, I was like, any minute now, Burt Reynolds is going to pop out. I don't know why <laughs> Burt Reynolds popped into my head. But if you <laughs> I was see, like, if any you minute see now. A helicopter fly by. That's our aerial shot. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, he, he was he was shit faced, man. Uh, and I think by he, that time, he it could was barely like talk. 5 6 o'clock, maybe. Like, it wasn't. I know you pay like 150 bucks to go to that concert, and you're just gonna get completely blitzed before you even go in, dude. I I mean I don't know if they they paid like 150. Might have paid the cheaper seats like up in the top, but um, yeah, I, I couldn't imagine being that shit faced. Yeah, like I, I, it seems like such a waste, and maybe they just came like to that guy and not go to the th- concert, but like still that guy that was petting his wife's back or his girlfriend's back or whatever is just like. This dude, you you need to reevaluate your life because you're with this person. Like yeah. she has ruined this night for you. <laughs> she she has gotten so sloppy drunk that you're not going to be able to see this show. If that was you, you know he didn't. If that was you, you know he wife, had to put her in the. He had to throw her in the back of a car and take her home. If that was you, you know with your wife, happened. would you have just thrown her in the car and then gone to the concert? Yes, you would have taken Absolutely. her home. One hundred percent. No, I wouldn't have taken her home. You just be like, all right, well, you, you sleep it off here in the car. Uh, the doors are yes. locked. I cracked a window. So good luck. Oh, no, exactly. <laughs> I would put like later. a little, I would treat her like a dog. I'd put a little dish of water in there. <laughs> I would crack the windows. I'd put a sign in just like, oh, uh, she's, uh, uh, you know, keep an eye out. She, she's okay. The windows are down, you know, so they don't break the window open. Um, but yeah, I, I do. There's no way. Like, there's no way I would accommodate. I, dude, I'm there to. This is a for me. It's a once in a lifetime opportunity. Like I have never seen them. I don't know, honestly, if they're ever going to tour again. Right. And and be here. So, I mean, I, I've really honestly waited for a moment like this forever. Uh, and I got to see Metallica, which is one of my favorite bands. I actually of said, all time. said that to someone and almost got in a fight. You know how we we had like con- confusion on last week's show about whether there would be seats on the floor if it was just standing. Yeah. I yeah. think there were so many retards there who thought they had seats and had no idea what they were in for standing in the crowd at a metal show. Like, well, they did put like stuff like sections on the seat. Like, I remember, like, if I looked at my ticket, it was different than Matt's. Like, it said I was in, you know, section four, and he was in section yeah, twelve. Yeah, yeah, it something. did. Yeah, but there were so many like old people there, and like there was even a guy next to me. I'm like, have you ever seen Metallica before? He's like, no, I'm, and he's like all bent out of shape. I've been here since four thirty. There's so many people. And well, what did you expect? Later like, on, like a, a pit know. opens up behind us and everyone's shoving, you know, getting pushed into people. And this guy near me is just freaking out. He's like, you're pushing my girlfriend. You're pushing my girlfriend. <laughs> and I'm just like, then bring her the fuck home, you idiot. 
And like I yeah. almost got in a fight with that guy, but he he backed off, and I had my buddy James backing me up. So <laughs> I, I was actually kind of it was weird to me. So we uh, we were on the same side of the stage that you were, but probably like 15, 18 people behind you. Like you you were yeah. really close up to the front, but where we were like fifteen people behind you, we were like really close to the side of the stage, you know that right side. So it, the yeah. the stage is like a T. Uh, there's a the you if know you're looking the, at it, we were at the right side of the stage. Yeah, I got up to that yeah, we were, part that comes out and circles around. Yeah, yeah so we, and we didn't go there, but we stayed like uh, I don't know ten fifteen people back. Uh, it was so we were. I felt like we were close enough, but then we were also weren't like shoving people to get close to the stage. And, like, like when, wave when they went, stuff. when they would come play and perform on the right side of the stage, we were really we were like close enough to really see them. Yeah. Uh, but you know, if they were in the middle of that stage, it was kind of far away. But uh, I, it was really kind of calm where we were. Uh, there wasn't a lot of pushing and shoving, which I, I liked. Like I, I enjoyed kind of having an uninterrupted just you know uh well, like you said like you, this might be the only time you get to see metallica you're not there to fight other people you're there to see metallica dude if i was if i was like this makes me sound old but if i was like five years younger ten years younger i would have been in every mosh pit there you know and glad to be a part of it um but i really just wanted to see them play i would normally be like that but being metallic but that's the only band i would want to fight to the front for like i wanted to uh i wanted to like possibly get a high five from kirk or james or something is that gonna happen really i mean i could have i was he's gonna break his guitar work just to give you a high five there were some disgusting like i love them but at the end of the show when they like go around throw out picks and everything lars was like taking drinks of water and just spitting it out into people and Uh people were like Oh yeah, spit it in, <laughs> spit it in my mouth, Lars. That's so great. Like, what the fuck is wrong with you? That's so disgusting. Uh, dude, there was some th- those people there are just fucked up. Like, uh, uh, there was a, a fight that broke out in front of Joe and I. Yeah, and uh, six like a ton of security guys. Like, I'm, I, it was six or more security guys came in to try to break it up and they couldn't <laughs> they could not break it up and it was really between two and three like two or three people yeah. and there was a guy that was wearing a complete lakers get up like he had a metal world peace jersey on and like lakers shorts and the whole time he's like i gotta get in on this i gotta get in yeah, on he this saw it. Like, he's just like he's looking back at his friends he's like i gotta get in and he's like trying to like run into the center of it like it was he was an idiot like <laughs> and like he stood next to me for most of the concert and i actually kind of wanted him to get out of the way because he was taller and like he was a big guy and so like i couldn't see through him for a bunch of stuff and then he kept to like i don't know like talking to his friends and like making just a lot of noise i'm like come on just enjoy the concert was like, it actually ron Artest uh, in uniform it's <laughs> yeah. like the pace uh, white guy <laughs> dude he was and, and there was like another guy like this old guy makes his way up next to me and the whole time, he's like, this is my first time seeing Metallica. What about you? And I'm like, yeah, it's my first time. He's like, dude, it's so hot. And he would just look at me every once in a while and be like, this is so awesome, isn't it? And I'm just like, <laughs> he wanted to shut up and watch the fucking show. <laughs> uh, Matt said something I don't to, to me afterwards. Like, he felt like judged by people like next to him when he wasn't like singing along with the lyrics. And I felt like the same way because I would look around and a lot of people would be singing along with the lyrics. And I just kind of want to enjoy it. I don't want to like mouth the lyrics or sing along. 
but then people look over at you like what's wrong with you like why aren't you doing this too <laughs> i thought joe was gonna get like i thought somebody's gonna beat up joe why at one point do you, adam do you know do you know that stupid dance that joe does sometimes where he just like moves his arms back and forth like fists what? Like he's got him in fist and he kind of like he's running a little bit. Like a little but jog. It's just his, yeah, but it's just his arms moving. I wasn't dancing. Um, when did I dance? Dude, you were like, you were doing that with your hands. I remember looking at you going, someone's going to punch you. Someone's <laughs> just going to see you doing Was this. Is it you? They're going to. I thought about punching you. No, listen, I, I wasn't dancing. I had to move my feet because my feet were killing me like whatever service we were Dude, standing you on. were doing this little thing like you were you were swaying you were doing that thing with your arms you do it all the time i don't and, do like, it all the time what you do that a lot i've never noticed this what and are you talking like, about can, can i trick someone into punching joe <laughs> <laughs> yeah. uh dude that was the i i i agree with joe like my feet uh, I'm just an old fuck, I guess. But my yeah, feet were killing me. I listen. Like we had walked around, but we were standing all afternoon because, like, when we got into, um, uh, whatever that place was called, there were no there were no seats. Like we had to stand the whole time. We were there for a couple hours, and then we walked back to the car, and then we walked back to the stadium. Like it, the it worst was... the worst thing in that stadium was the floor, that yeah. metal like mesh metal floor that they had. And my feet were like on fire by the like just at the start of the show, and like it was it was hard to stand there for a while. Like I kind of I even thought at a couple points like should I just walk towards the edge and like and sit down uh, like against the back wall because my feet were literally on fire. Joe, do you think Tom Brady complains about standing there? Well, I, in the middle of Gillette Stadium. I if we were standing on grass, it would feel a lot better. Yeah, honestly, like whatever they were, they put down, like just it hurt. And uh, I I complained to Matt afterwards, but like I didn't, I didn't, I stayed where I was, uh, and I dealt with it. I thought uh, I didn't, da- I don't remember dancing, but it's kind of like a big garage door over the whole thing. It was, yeah. it was like standing on a fucking yeah, big metal garage door. But that all being said, uh, the show was unreal. It, it just. I, to say it was like a religious experience for me uh, is is kind of under uh, an understatement. Um, I've never seen them perform before, and I just like my first Metallica album. I remember getting uh, Master of Puppets and listening to that, and just changing my whole view on music. Uh, because at the time, I think I was listening to like country music, like fucking Vince Gill and Alan Jackson and <laughs> John Michael Montgomery. And uh, somebody gave me a Master of Puppets uh, cassette or something like that. And I just, and wow. that just changed just my life. Balls. Yeah. And, and it was so cool and everything. And uh, I, as they play through their set, it's like there's so much of this that I love. Every song, like, there were songs off of the new record that I was sad they didn't play. You know, like, even if you look back at the songs, oh man, I wish they would have played this. I wish they would have played this. I remember thinking there were songs even off of that new record, um, uh, Hardwired to Self-Destruct, that I was like, man, I, I wish they would have played that. Uh, and just how awesome the, the whole set was. Uh, uh, was there any songs there that you were like, like they played Motor Breath and uh, Fight Fire with Fire, which I thought was really cool. Um, I thought it was cool that we got to see both of those songs. Motor Breath uh, was, was cool, but I... I did think for a second, like, oh, man, there's so many songs on Kill 'Em All that I'd rather hear than Motor Breath. Like, if they had played Four Horsemen or Whiplash, like, I think those songs yeah, would be think, better. I think Whiplash would have been really cool. I, I, I would have liked to have seen Whiplash. Um, 
but I like Motor Breath. I mean, you know, it's a, it's definitely a, a good song. I, I liked. Uh, it was cool to see Fight Fire with Fire. I, yeah, that I thought one, that one them, was great. Them playing Fight Fire with Fire was great. I, I remember thinking, uh, kind of worried that are they going to play For Whom the Bell Tolls or Fuel, and then we get both of them. Yeah, actually, I remember because you were complaining about that, like when we were at Toby Keith's, uh, and even before, I think you had said it on the show. Uh, yeah, 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 last yeah. Last week and. Uh, so when they played like "For Whom the Bell Tolls," I'm like, "Oh, I guess that's the one we're getting," because that's the one I think you said you were worried that we were gonna get. They played them. Back no, no, no. Back I was too. worried that we were gonna get "Fuel" and not "For Whom the Bell oh. Tolls." Um, but then we got both. Um, so I, I knew you'd be, you'd be happy either way. Actually, so. uh, "For Whom the Bell Tolls," I think, was probably my favorite song of the night. Just singing along with that, and just like putting my arms up. That was, I think I had the most fun singing along with that one. Dude, I, I, for me, like, I thought Atlas Rise was really good, honestly, because it was like for right whom at the, the bell tolls the, the set, and I thought they did like a really who, great job with that. For whom the bell tolls was awesome to see. Um, uh, fade to black, like I really loved watching uh, fade to black. Uh, Seek and destroy was cool. Like, there was just so much there that was so awesome, but. That intro to one was so awesome. That light show before one, and the flames and like that whole war scene, yeah, was so cool. Even fuel, I love the uh, the huge pillars of flames that they shot up. Yeah, yeah, you could feel it. You feel the heat from it. Yes, could you? Yeah. Uh, well, we were near one. Yeah. Uh, on the side, like that was in the the, the stands. So you could feel the heat from that one. Yeah, I, I mean the whole set is so fucking cool. It just, it really was. I was so glad that we got to go. I, I, I hope like, I mean, how old are they? They got to be in their sixties, right? At this point. No, I think they're only about 50s? fifty. Fifty. I mean, are are we gonna get like another album and another tour? Because they always wait so long before records. Um. I mean, like I, I would love to see him again. I actually but. listened to an interview with uh, Lars on Chris Jericho's podcast, and he, like Lars, was saying, like you know, this is other bands that are still touring. It's never the original drummer, or usually, like I'm getting old. Like I, I can't just move the way I used to. Right. Yeah. I actually remember his the uh, the most recent time they were on Howard Stern, and he was like, before he goes on stage. He has to have people giving him massages, and he's stretching, and I, I couldn't imagine. Like uh, the one thing that always, that kind of even scares me about James is like arthritis. You know, uh, n- the way that he plays and he downstrokes so fast. You know, um, at some point he's gonna get fucking arthritis, and it's all gonna be fucked up. You know, that happened to Dave Mustaine. He like fucked up his hand at one point, and he was out for years. He came back though. Dude, Kirk Hammett, does he look more like somebody who has AIDS? <laughs> He's so lethargic looking, and he looked dehydrated, and just this frail. Like, sometimes the wind would blow his hair back, he kinda and he looks, was this little... Kind of felt like he would blow him away. He kind of looks like a grandmother. Dude, he's <laughs> such an odd person to look at. Uh, it's so funny. To see him, yeah, there was actually uh, like a, a guy in the audience that looked like you had him, like Asian Adam. Like he literally had your face and beard, but he was just Asian. Kirk, did yeah, he just had slanty no, no, eyes. This oh. guy in the audience that oh. was near us, yeah. <laughs> Should have took a picture. <laughs> I felt weird, like oh, 
taking a picture of him because he was like a couple people away, like he would have noticed it. It was funny when it I was, was coming funny. in. I had my friend Bill with me, and I'm like, I'm just warning you, I'm gonna fight my way to the front. So he's like, All right, I'll stick with you. And then I actually lost him, and he's like, Well, I saw him after. He's like, I looked up, and you were just gone. But my other friend James showed up way later, and he managed to fight his way right up to me. I was surprised he found you, honestly, because it was like we tried to see where you were, and we couldn't see you. And James was like, yeah, I'm just going to look for because we did find James. And he's like, I'm going to go look for Adam. And uh, I couldn't believe he got up to me either. Yeah. He was telling me he, yeah, he was saying. I remember. Every time he cut in front, oh. he's like, oh, my girlfriend's up there. I got to see my, <laughs> she's a little girl. I, I met her on Tinder. <laughs> just so people wouldn't I, get pissed. Uh, I remember when, because he was the first, like, we walked in, and I, we see him walk right in front of us. And I was like, yeah. hey, uh, there's a, uh, I didn't, I always forget his name. Uh, but I was like, hey, there's that guy. And, uh, like, I chased him down. And I, I walked up behind him, and I put my hand on his shoulder. And he turned around, and he looks at me in the face. And he looked like he was going to fucking punch me. <laughs> like, he had this, like, what are you doing touching me? And then all of a sudden, the realization of who I was, and he got this big smile, and I was like, hey! <laughs> yeah, like, It was really funny, but for like half a second, I really did think, I was like, oh, this was a mistake. He's going to punch me. He's great. He's always ready to pop off for any reason. Uh, <laughs> it was like while Volbeat was playing, too, so like you couldn't really hear anything. Like I, <laughs> He tried to have a conversation with us and like have to get up really close to him. I couldn't, couldn't hear, hear anything he said. Yeah. He he would lean in sometimes, just be like he would say something, and I was like, I just said okay, because I had no idea what he was saying. And, it, and he nod. even yeah. at some point he, he offered out, us earplugs. Yeah, the earplugs. <laughs> he offered us earplugs. I was like, no, I'm all set, buddy. It was actually weird. I, I didn't even think to bring earplugs, but then I looked around. A lot of people actually had earplugs in. Yeah, it's because everybody's fifty. <laughs> I didn't have any, and I had ringing in my ears for a couple days. Oh my god, dude! I, I, what fucked me up the most was when they played, uh, when they played "Now That We're Dead," and they had that drum solo in the middle of that song, like, no, oh, with the that the, the big giant yeah. Japanese drum. Those, yeah, dude, that fuck that really fucked me up. I thought my nose was gonna start bleeding, <laughs> like my whole face at one point, like because they're doing this drum so so. What happened is like they slowly started taking turns, like stop performing their instruments and started playing these huge, giant drums. And like at first it was kind of cool because it was like James and and uh, was it James and Robert? Uh, no, no, it was James and Kurt and then Robert and like Lars joined in and they're kind of doing this like battling drum solo and then at one point they're all playing together like towards the end of the solo and it's vibrate dude it it was so fucking loud and like i remember thinking like i I'm, I'm going to get a heart murmur after this <laughs> like this is going to this is going to make my heart beat irregular for the rest of my life i'm going to go to a doctor and they're going to be like dude your your heart's all fucked up and i'm like well it was Metallica. it was that fucking drum solo it's played to the beat of the drum solo <laughs> it, it, dude I, there wasn't a beat at the end of that like i think that that's maybe the worst thing about being that close is you don't get to hear exactly yeah. what they're doing. You're just feeling that fucking subwoofer. Yeah. Oh my God. From the first moment of the concert, literally, I could just feel it in my chest, just the base uh, of everything. And Adam, I really yeah. did. I thought I was going to get a fucking nosebleed. <laughs> I thought my nose was going to start pouring blood. Like it, it, My nose felt really strange. I think really that strange. was the only point, though, that I felt it in my nose. I, 
I, the rest was just like in my chest. I thought the mixing was really good though. Like I could clearly hear everything. Oh, dude, yeah, yeah. yeah. I I remember uh, like I was. It was so cool to hear the bass, um, the bass and all the songs and stuff. Like I, it, it's just so cool. The whole fucking thing. I know was I've amazing. gone to a lot of metal shows and they crank the bass way too loud, so that's all you can hear. Yeah, but this was pr- by far the worst part of the show was the DJ before. Metallica, <laughs> Grandmaster Mike. <laughs> yeah, like he's just—he's there. Like I think he just hit play on his on his Mac, and then literally like just started walking around taking pictures of the crowd for his Instagram. And then literally, uh, I just remember like, why are we doing this? Why are you the act that's before Metallica? I I liked the the end of it when he was uh, trying to skip the record really fast, but he wasn't skipping it as fast as it was skipping. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like he was doing. Dude, like, you you. You've clearly just plugged in your iPod, yeah. And you're this is all for show. Did you like when uh, the local radio presenter introduced him and oh, nobody? Oh, Carrie, yeah. yeah, yeah, Mistress Carrie. Let's hear it for Grandmaster oh. Mike. Okay. <laughs> God, I just like. By the oh. way, I hate Mistress Carrie. I mean, I don't. She's. Well, yeah, I don't listen to the local radio show. Like, I only really know her because. Uh, because I used to listen to it like when I was in high school and she's still on there. She, she's not hot and she was never hot. Who gives a shit? She has purple hair now. <laughs> like I don't think she's ever hair. had a, her natural hair color. Uh, yeah, I, just, it, I, I don't know what their thought process was. Like, okay, we're going to have Volbeat and then we're going to have Grandmaster Mike or whatever come out. But I just that I thought that was a big letdown. So I, I like I, I'm I'm not a fan i i guess i like volbeat but they're they're okay i'm not like a crazy huge fan of them um the guy's voice kind of annoys me a little bit i don't know it, it borderlines like, like, like dutch aren't they dutch or yes they're from dutch they're from dutch yeah they're from dutch i like the how they set their their stage up like a boxing ring that was cool yeah i i do like the theme of their music uh, like they—they're almost like a western, or like they always have these kind of cool themes to to their uh, albums and stuff. But um, like, who? Uh, I just didn't really care. I kind of just wish they had like Avenged Sevenfold because I actually do like Avenged Sevenfold. I, dude, I'm well, happier rather than the DJ like, over. Well, because the DJ over. was pointless. Like, I wish they had just gone like Volbeat to Avenge Sevenfold to to Metallica. Well, the the DJ was only just there while they switched the stage out. He was there yeah. for thirty minutes, though, to switch the stage out. I know, but the like, entire time he was performing, just to switch the stage out. I I know, but like it's just it was pointless. <laughs> like, it was... I get that it was pointless, but did, you I didn't see any him. local H, did you? No, I not a dude. I don't give a fuck <laughs> about local H. Did you see him? No, I, I oh. like I said, I came in halfway through. I'm Volbeat. just curious what else they play. Like, did they just play the one song and then they're off? Over and over and over <laughs> again. Like, it's a 20-minute mix they... <laughs> of Keep It Copacetic and then they're off? Did you see anyone in a local aid shirt or a Volbeat shirt? I uh, saw people in Volbeat shirts. Yeah. Uh, but I'm I didn't see Not local age, no. I was like... Who? Tom Larney is a huge <laughs> local age <H> fan. <laughs> Huge, because Local H is still playing around here, and and Tom Larney plays the local circuit. You know, like he, I'm sure he runs into them all the time. Like, there's always people that go to the show because they're actually a bigger fan of the opener. But I'm like, who's gonna right. pay 150 bucks 
to go see Volbeat open for Metallica. Like if you paid the fifty dollar ticket so that you get like the the nosebleed seats, like but you know you really wanted to see local age, but that's all you can afford. <laughs> you're just in the back of the stadium, but there's like nobody there. Yeah, you can see them age. at the local pub for a five dollar cover. Yeah. I uh fucking wheelbarrow full of dicks was supposed to interview local age and the guy was a huge dick to them. So ever since then I've I've uh, I've I've gotten on the bandwagon of hate towards local age. Why was he addicted to them? Like I don't know do? why. He's just a he sounded like a cunt. Hmm. Gotta be careful with that word. <laughs> um but yeah, I I mean there were like when I look at the set list from other shows, uh sometimes I like I would have been cool to see Creeping Death. I've seen Creeping Death pop up here and there. Um but I, I honestly, I it would have been amazing for like a three-hour Metallica set, and I know I'm never going to get that unless I go to like one of their Mexico or Brazilian shows. So it just, I'm I'm so happy. Like you, we got one, we got a lot of stuff off of the Black album, uh, you know, Sad but True, um, The Unforgiven, uh, uh, Nothing Else Matters, and. Like you, you get all the staples, really. I did um, think it was cool. I, I, I kind of, I thought it was a bummer that they ended with Enter Sandman. What? Like I, I know that's like the biggest Metallica song. I get it. I really do. But ending the show with Enter Sandman, kind of seemed very cliche. I did see at least a couple people that, like, didn't like do anything the whole concert and then enter sandman came on and they just came alive like that was the only song they knew. yeah but i mean we <laughs> talked about it last week like people go because they want the hits like they don't want like the deep cuts they want the songs they know from the radio the ones that they've heard a million times but actually, yeah i was kind of surprised because they posted um like they recorded the show and they posted all the tracks online like well you can buy it for 10 bucks but I didn't know, I know. That, the uh, ticket price. They should give that to everyone for free. Yeah, because like uh, when you buy the ticket, they give you hardwired hardwired to self destruct for free. Like that's part of the ticket purchase, but like not like this is ten bucks. I'd rather have the the I, uh, version. I mean, I I've, like I know we I, love Metallica and we're slobbering all over their dicks, but I mean they are money grubbing. <laughs> oh, of <laughs> you course. Don't, you don't think they've made enough already? With the absurd T shirt prices, the sur- absurd. Uh, did you buy a T shirt? I did. How much were they? Uh, they're forty. Uh, we um, we kind of skipped over it. We the absurd did. Well, dude, honestly, and then double dipping and charging people for, to download a video of the concert. I, uh, Joe, and I fucking beat cheeks out of there. Like, yeah. Interest Sandman ended, and we just we bolted. We bolted. Yeah, <laughs> it was like, all right, we're out of here. And uh, they I, were still talking on the stage, like yeah. after the show. They were still like, and it's like, if you're not gonna play any crowd, fucking music. Yeah. I want nothing to do with you. <laughs> like, oh yeah, with that stupid "Thank You Boston" video. Yeah, and we were like literally like already running out of the stadium and and trying to beat all the traffic out. And we it still took us a while to get out of there. Yeah, we, I uh, did buy the. We knew I it bought was a recording of the concert. You bought the ten dollar MP3s or whatever. Yeah, the video or just the audio. The audio. I thought about it, but I was like, oh, maybe I'll torrent it later, and then I forgot about it. <laughs> <laughs> dude adam so get this uh the the following night uh we were hanging out with dave and i was like uh i Ooh, brought up exciting. that i i brought up that uh oh yeah it was like they did a tribute to to chris cornell 
And Joe was like, wait, they did? I said, yeah. Like, I remember them doing an instrumental of Black Hole Sun. And Joe was like, no, they didn't. And yeah, he didn't was, believe me. He thought they didn't do it at all. I, Robin, and I said, that, yeah, it was it was right when they were doing the tribute to Cliff Burton. And he's like, what? I don't, I don't remember that at all. I was like, dude, it happened. And he called me a fucking liar. I honestly... Like I don't recall this at all. Like this tribute to Chris Cornell. Like it it, it was went very in, short. Yeah, it went one ear and out the other. And I don't know if I was just distracted by my feet being on fire and like that was the moment where I was just like concentrating on my feet. But I do not remember a Chris Cornell tribute whatsoever. They didn't say anything. It was just Robin Kirk playing a like a Yeah, I remember right. I remember that part of it being like, Oh yeah, you guys wanna listen to like Robin Kirk? You're gonna uh, play a little for us? And I remember that part, but then like I don't remember anything about a Chris Cordell tribute. I don't remember a Black Hole Sun like um, bit, like nothing. Plus, you don't normally hear that song played through a distorted bass, right? <laughs> but yeah, like when Matt was talking, I was like, "What are you talking about?" Like that. Did I was not like, "Dude, they, they did this whole tribute. It was like this instrumental piece." And, and then he like, was like Monday morning rolls around, and there's like several articles about like, check out Metallica's <laughs> tribute to Chris Cordell. I'm like, what the hell? <laughs> no idea. Uh, dude, that that tribute that they did to Cliff Burton too was really cool. Oh yeah. Uh, so, how were your accommodations staying in Medway, Matt, at Casa del Joe? <laughs> Casa del Joe was great. It's just he always slept. comfortable. His couch is really comfortable yeah. to sleep on. I do like sleeping on that couch sometimes. Like, did uh, did he tell you about his house guest? What house guest? No, his pet that we've seen running uh. around here. <laughs> He's a pet. I saw a mouse running around Joe's kitchen. And he said he's too scared to kill it. I don't want to kill it either. I I I would feel bad if I killed it. <laughs> but he's shitting on your countertop, and I'll clean it up. <laughs> uh, Michelle in the chat asked if there was semen everywhere. I'm pretty sure there was on the couch. It's caked or... on everything. Oh, probably. Well, no, not really. I don't really jack up on the couch. It's a good don't thing you really don't have a black up. light. I'm probably sitting in a pile of it. <laughs> so what'd you do uh, with, what'd you do with dave harvey uh we went uh, to uh, was... a bar and, and hung out with dave for a while he uh dave got like pretty drunk and high and was very chatty for a while <laughs> uh um, was he yeah he he was really excited that the bar that we went to had uh like a bunch of young girls came in like so they came in to celebrate their 21st birthday like a girl's 21st birthday how and Dave was okay. Like, Dave, Dave is like three years younger, three or four years younger than me, right? Yeah, he's twenty eight now, I think, or will be twenty eight. I, I guess I'm out of touch. I I, yeah. I am so far out of touch, and I like I don't know what it's like anymore to be on the prowl. Yeah, for, for but I don't puss. Like I just don't get it. I really don't get it. Um, I I. I it's been so long, but boy, we went to this pizza place, and when we got there, the place is a shithole. Like, it's this giant warehouse of a building. There's a bar in it somehow, and they serve pizza, and we're there eating food. It's a bunch of old people, and honestly, it was like, okay, we're there. It gets dark out, and then all of a sudden, there's a bunch of 20-something-year-olds coming in here. Like, this is the hot club of fucking Milford. Yeah. And it was it was strange because it it was at first a, a girl's twenty first birthday and like literally all of her friends were girls around her age, 
And you could tell, like, some of them, like, thought they were going to go out because they were, like, dressed to the nines. And then others were, like, you know, just regular clothes. But, like, it was strange how the the atmosphere of the bar changed immediately. Uh, and then it just became more Oh, dude, younger. they changed the music. Yeah. Like, it was, like, all of a sudden you heard the record skip and then... Yeah, and then it's, like, all the old people disappeared. And then it was just everybody in their 20s, like... Just turn to club music. Yeah. Oh, dude, it was awful. Like just the fucking and whole environment was was awful. I wanted nothing but to get out of there. But Dave, Dave really was, wanted to stay. All he did, it, it, he wanted to stay so he could look. He was yeah. thinking with his and it's like He just wanted to look. How he didn't? Yeah, he didn't make a move. Yeah. He didn't. He wasn't at the uh, bar talking to anybody or inserting himself into conversations. He just he wanted to stare at people from his from his seat. When was the last time Which he is... was out? It's fine. No, I don't know when the last time he was out. I mean, granted, you it's did fine, but like, I don't know. He that did we... buy us a round of drinks, which was nice. Yeah. Holy shit! Um... <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, he's he's saying now that like uh, uh, Dave's default excuse now is, "Oh, I have to work. Like, this is why I can't do anything. Oh, I have to work now." And he told us he's he's using it a lot on purpose. So that it sounds more normal when he says it, so that he can get used to saying it. It doesn't sound weird to him. <laughs> uh, I like that anchor in the chat said Dave Harvey Poonhound. It's not even that he was really a poonhound; like he wasn't after poon. Just wanted to enjoy the he, sights. He just really wanted to look around, and he would make comments. One of the things that I thought was kind of interesting is he he kept like putting everything to like a formula, like. Oh well, these particular guys—they have to be with these girls, and the—it it was really weird to hear him talk about it because usually he just doesn't kind of give a shit. It's just like whatever. But he was like, "Oh well, that girl has to be with that guy because of uh, appearance." Like it was—it was weird. It was like he had this formula in his head for <laughs> why these people were together, and I, I just I remember thinking, "It's like okay, just I'll take another beer, please." <laughs> He's like, yeah, I, hope, just, I hope that girl bent, turns around and bends over and I can see her thong. Like once he had enough dudes in him, he just like, he, it was like a motor mouth. He just kept going on and on and on. Oh my God. Yeah, he was, re- he was really talkative. I was so tired though both nights. Like I feel bad for Joe. Both the, yeah. the Metallica show and, and the show, uh, like when we went out on Saturday, I, I like so exhausted. I had so little sleep both days. Yeah, like after the Metallica show, I think uh, we didn't get up until like ten or eleven the next day, and like we had got home at midnight. Like we literally slept for ten hours. And that is the first time I've slept in till ten o'clock. Yeah, in in months. Like I can't, I can't sleep in. I I can't do it. I I on the weekends, Saturdays and Sundays, Mm -hmm. the latest I might sleep in is seven fifteen. Yeah, I mean, and especially it's harder with the kids because they're up early, right? Yeah. Yeah, no, well, the no kids mag- are fine. Like, wife. The kids take care of themselves in the morning. Like they, they really do. They don't rush but... into your bed and start jumping up and down on it. No, pour their own Cheerios. They so, do. That's they take care of themselves. Yeah, and we were out late. God, with you Dave. were home by midnight. I don't think I even left the parking lot till twelve thirty. Yeah, we were home by twelve thirty. Well, we thought. rushed out of there, and we got home uh, like twelve fifteen, twelve thirty. But like, we went immediately to bed. Like, we didn't even talk that much. We just like 
Matt. I told Joe. To I think couch. I remember telling Joe's like, yeah. I'm nauseous. I don't feel well, and I think I fell asleep sitting up or something. Yeah, like I got Matt a water, and literally I was like, "Do you need anything else?" He's like, "No." Like he didn't go to the bathroom. He just went straight to the couch and just sat. There. I don't know how I didn't go to the bathroom because yeah. I didn't go to the bathroom the entire show, and I didn't go to the bathroom when we left. Like yeah. I, I don't know how I maintained all that urine. Um, but I just saw you sit down. You didn't like change your clothes at all. You just kind of sat there. It, the lights were off, and then I'm like, "All right, well, I guess I'll go to bed." And he's like, "Good night," and <laughs> that was it. <laughs> Woke up ten hours later. Um, and same thing with Dave. Like when we went with Dave, uh, I think we dropped Dave off at like one or one thirty, and we didn't get back here until like two o'clock. So um, tired. Yeah, it was just a late. It was a late night, and after we went out to the bar, like. Dave wanted to get Taco Bell, and then we drove to Taco Bell in Franklin, and uh, and then Dave wanted to eat Taco Bell outside of his house in the car for like forty minutes. Um, it was like a long, <laughs> it was a long, long night. I I will say I really enjoyed seeing Dave and hanging out with Dave, uh, and and allowing Dave to buy us a round of of drinks. Yeah, no, it's nice. Miss Dave. My, I really I miss my buddy. I don't see Dave that often either and I probably see him more than than most people around here, so um it it's just nice to spend time with Dave. We all had a blast of a weekend. Yeah. It was a good weekend. It really was. It was a good time. Um yeah, I I really enjoyed it. That I just can't I'm still on a high honestly of that Metallica concert like every time I think about it. Just how fun it was, and just to get to experience that uh, that show, um, and Kirk is going to die of AIDS soon. So. <laughs> yeah, honestly, that was probably your last chance because of it. I just I, I, I get so angry that they play like Mexico and Brazil so much. They play it so much, like every year they play week long shows in Brazil. And week-long shows in Mexico City, and we get a tour. Yeah, they do some in the, Europe you know, too. Like, yeah, and they never they they go to Japan, but fuck the United States. We'll play there when we release a record, and you know, it just never again. Come on, <laughs> it's the last time they played Boston was what like ten years ago, nine years ago, some shit like that. Oh, really? Is whenever, it long? It's whenever. Yeah, whenever Death Magnetic came out, like that's when they toured. Yeah, that was their last U.S. tour, barring like a couple festival appearances. Yeah, so every year between now and whenever the next record comes out and they do a tour, it's just going to be festivals and Mexico City and Brazil. Cocksuckers. Maybe they're like Vin Diesel. They just think the women there are so fantastic and... That was Australia, wasn't it? No, it was uh, Brazil. <laughs> he thought like she was so hot for Brazil. Oh, you're such a pretty lady. <laughs> <laughs> I just can't, can't get over how pretty you are. Just wanna, so sexy. Just wanna fuck you right here on Brazilian TV. I don't know what this voice is that Adam's doing, but it's really it's his Vin Diesel. It's yeah. his creepy Vin Diesel. That's was, his Vin Diesel. Oh, That's your like, Vin Diesel. He was like whispering under his breath. Yeah, it was, in the video, he was being a real creep. Yeah. Can you do that? Can you do that voice, but with I am Groot? Yeah, I'm stick my branch in your poop bowl because I'm Groot. <laughs> <laughs> That's a little bit more. He than wouldn't Groot says he <laughs> wouldn't say the first part. Yeah. 
You wouldn't say I'll stick my branch in your poop hole. Oh, that was that was the raccoon translating. <laughs> it's, just, it's just not even it's just not even in his his vocabulary. The whole the entire well, beginning no, part would, of that he would sentence. say I'm Groot. And then the raccoon would just be like, I want to stick my branch in your poop hole. What? <laughs> Uh, I like how you did Groot. like Groot <laughs> oh, thank imitating uh, imitating Rocket Raccoon imitating Groot. <laughs> and that's what you just did somehow. I'm a dude playing another dude disguised as another dude. <laughs> <laughs> oh, fuck. Um, Stick it in your poop hole. <laughs> so, uh, just uh, uh so the uh, the tribute to Chris Cornell, I think it was Friday, and I know we talked about it last Thursday on the show. Um, Adam, did you did you actually read about what he did? Wasn't it something about like his anxiety medication was fucking with him? No, I'm t- I'm talking about how he how he killed himself. Oh, didn't he hang himself? He did, but did you hear how he did it? Like there was a whole like set up and process that he did. So the did show not. ended the show ended at 11:30. His bodyguard took him back to his hotel, right? Gave him his his uh Ativan. And he called his wife and he talked to his wife um and then at which point like I guess he was he hung up on his wife at some point. But the guy was so determined that he did this like makeshift. He used a uh, a red exercise band and a carabiner to kill himself. Like he used both of those tools. Like he, it was so many, like it seems so last minute, like, Oh, here's an exercise band and here's a carabiner. Let's do this. I don't have either of those. <laughs> I couldn't kill myself in a hotel room that way. Just seems so rushed and seems so like, it, it, it does. Uh, she's blaming the the medication, the Ativan. But it, it is uh, rushed in the sense that, like, he hung up on his wife, and she was so freaked out that she called uh, his assistant and his bodyguard right away. And yeah, they supposedly they the went door. right to the room and they kicked it down. Like, how long of a yeah. delay was it that they just didn't catch it in time? Dude, he he wasn't he wasn't dead within like two hours of the show. He was dead within like an hour and fifteen minutes of the yeah. show. Well, then I guess a report came out uh, this week that he was fucked up at the show too. Like it wasn't just that it happened right after the show. Yeah. So was he like actively? Did he like loop it through and strangle himself? Uh, dude, yeah, he used it. Um, I guess he used it in the door, like a closet door or something. Or I don't know if it. I don't think it was the door of the bathroom, but. Uh, I know Michelle says she has a prescription for Ativan. Ad- Ativan, Ad- well, she says it doesn't make you want to kill yourself. In high doses, it does. Like if you take a lot of Ativan, but then, uh, one like, of the side effects is like you have who's doling out his prescriptions. I would like. Is he taking his own, or was like his assistant saying like, "Here's your daily pill." So his bodyguard or whatever said that he it gave it to him. He gave him his two Ativan. So does he think that Chris took more earlier? And I don't tell know. Him, I, I didn't. I haven't read any more about it, dude. I I couldn't why, read past the why fucking is his bodyguard in charge of his pills. 
Probably because he knows he would abuse it. <laughs> probably oh. for the same reason why he probably calls his wife every night was so that she can check on check in on him and then like report to his assistant and stuff. But yeah. clearly it wasn't enough because he's a former addict, so she's probably like on top of that. I also heard something like he never plays Black Hole Sun in concert anymore, and he played it that night. Oh, I don't know that. I have no idea. She said it was weird because they had just talked the night before and they were making like Memorial Day plans and all that stuff. And like for her, it came in and out of nowhere. What do you think they were going to do on Memorial Day? I don't know. I read you're not supposed to say Happy Memorial Day. So they were probably going to celebrate Memorial Day with like a cookout and say Happy Memorial Day a lot. You know, Memorial Day is not about barbecues. and No, it's about remembering our veterans or something, right? Don't forget to remember to not forget. Wait, what are you supposed to remember on Memorial Day that's different from Veterans Day? Um, Yeah, the dead troops. You're supposed to remember the dead troops. Veterans Day is for a veteran. For the alive troops. Yeah. I thought Veterans Day was for the animal doctors. No, no, that's Veterinarians Day. No, Veterinarians Day is for the people who don't eat meat. No, that's for Veganarians Day. Oh, oh, you're right. Thanks. <laughs> Just trying to clear that up. Uh, so Ariana Grande had a had a big bomb go off. Yeah. Um, well, all the news was it one bomb, one explosion. It was one. Yeah. The news said that she uh, was trying to attack her her fans or something. I didn't really read it past the headline, but you were so stupid. <laughs> I just read that. Like, headline. is that a joke? Like, what is that? I just read the headline that Ariana Grande no, no, what, what, explodes at her concert, that, killing people. I don't know. I don't. I don't really understand what you're doing right now. What is this? Well, how did you hear it? <laughs> I, I think I heard it the same way you heard it. Either you're just really stupid, or you whatever you're doing. I don't know what you're doing right I now. Know, I don't know. Why don't you explain it? Like I, I want to hear it in your words, just to see if we got our story straight. I don't, I don't know. I don't think I want to talk about it anymore. It just <laughs> all right. Sometimes you do things so stupid that you just ruin the whole thing. Well, what did you have a unique point of view, or you just wanted to say the news as if anybody I wanted could have to read discuss it? it? Like we always, you know how we discuss things, and then sometimes you ruin things. I don't ever ruin things for one. So I don't what, know that. Adam, what is he doing? Can you explain to me what he's doing right now? He's ruining it. What is he doing, I though, with the Ariana Grande exploded? I literally just said, tell us what you think happens, and so we can Look, get to, Adam, to the news. Adam, what, what do you think Joe is trying to accomplish by saying Ariana exploded? In, in, like, what, what, what the fuck? I mean, that's his unique take on the news story. Yeah. What is his you? No, it's not a... U- <laughs> this is my fake news. Did she self-destruct? I, I, was she hardwired? She was hardwired to self-destruct. See, we've wrapped it into our Metallica discussion. So. <laughs> and you've offended many people in England and across the world, Joe, with your thoughtless comments. Oh, they're okay. thoughtless. They are they thoughtless? It was very thoughtful. There was a lot of thought I into them. I wonder what point, like, I don't know if he's trying to go for a trolling angle to try to troll or if he's just trying to make a joke that's just, I, I don't know what the joke is. Like, I don't know what the angle is. Or is it just one of those unique Joe things that's just, it's meant to be awful, or if it's just awful in general. 
you were thinking about it. Well, you were discussing it. At least you didn't say the last time you listened to Ariana Grande, you almost died too. <laughs> oh, yeah. No, no, we can explain the, the show title that Michelle was confused about. Uh, yeah. What's that guy's name? David, David Levine? Uh, David Levitt. So David Levitt. L-E-A-V-I-T-T. Levitt. He tweeted. Levitt to Beaver? After, like, this is moments after the bomb went off. Multiple confirmed fatalities at Manchester Arena. The last time I listened to Ariana Grande, I almost died too. Even capitalized. Multiple confirmed fatalities. Yeah, so even if you thought it was a joke, like people were just joking, like, oh, I just died because yeah. it was such a great concert. Like, he capitalized multiple confirmed fatalities. Well, you don't, you don't go into that, like, multiple confirmed fatalities unless you know that there's been multiple confirmed fatalities. Yeah. <laughs> Oof. I, I mean, it, it is funny to me that people, like, read this and this is a story, right? Like, there, after there's a bombing... That kills multiple people, uh, twenty-two people dead, uh, what fifty-six injured or something like that. Like, is a horrible event. That this is a story. Like, this definitely shouldn't be a story. His his tweet should really just be like ignored, because our big focus is on the twenty-two people that died and the fifty-six people that are injured. Not let's have outrage over David yeah. fucking Levitt's tweet. That he's a nobody, like he's he's nobody. He's not I don't a even fucking. Know who this guy is? He just does he work yeah, for CBS News or something? He's a contributor. I, I, he's yeah, a exactly. He's journalist. A, he's well, a nobody. Well, he's verified on Twitter though. He definitely doesn't work for them now. It, no, he's no. He's a no. freelance journalist. But if you're gonna take the time to be upset about his tweet, like, don't you think you should look back and reevaluate your priorities? Because goddamn, if there's not a bigger more serious issue uh to the whole story than cbs contributor makes insensitive tweet it's fine if like people following him tear him apart they're like oh you're a fucking asshole you should how could you say something like that but for all these other news outlets to pick it up and run it as a story like who gives a fuck someone tweeting is the news today well yeah don't you notice like a lot of news articles now just have Twitter comments as part of the article. Like, I see like so many news articles linked on Facebook that is literally just here are Twitter reactions to a headline. Yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. That is That's like all you have to do the now. Accepted norm is like even though people say Twitter is dying, they will grab 20 reactions from Twitter and that's just the story. Like here's the headline, here's 20 reactions to the headline. That's the laziest reporting. That's like me doing research projects projects with just wikipedia research wait what did you say projects research projects <laughs> i don't i don't mean to pick on you but i don't know how that word came out of your mouth Black holes project come all over your tits. i mean he had tweeted like some other <laughs> bad jokes on it but like uh, he said, honestly, for over a year, I thought an Ariana Grande was something you ordered at Starbucks. I love the way you talk, Joe. <laughs> like, if you're if you're a a, a shot comic or like whatever, okay. Sure. And I, I I mean I I don't know that this guy is known for being a you know really shocking offensive comedian. Um, and if you're gonna make that type of joke, like 
immediately after like a bombing where people know that kids have died, uh, you know, you, you really have to commit to it. You know, like he, he definitely backpedaled and apologized. Uh, Even said, he's just, he's just one of those. He just looks at whatever's in the top 10 trending on Twitter and just makes stupid jokes about them. Right. Yeah, but you think there are at least some topics you would avoid, like, oh, Holocaust is trending. Guess I won't make a Holocaust joke, you know, like. <laughs> Happy Holocaust yeah. Day. Oh, terrorist bomb happens. Oh, you, I, I should the thing is, is you, you know, you know how everything is today. Like, he knows. If he's yeah. active on Twitter, he knows what's going to get people riled up and what's not. You know, okay, I can pick on Transformers. Maybe I shouldn't pick on a hol- or a, uh, Ariana Grande bombing that killed little yeah. kids. Like honestly, if the headline is "Oh, Transformers bombs at the uh, box office," you can make a joke about that because obviously it means nothing. But if it's terrorism attack kills fifty people at a concert, <laughs> like I don't think your first reaction should be to make a joke. It's not like ten years from now where you can joke about it. What if right. someone blew up a movie theater and they were screening Transformers, and you wrote "Transformers bomb at the box office"? <laughs> is that insensitive no that's fine because yeah, that's we all expect that to happen yeah. I, I feel like you would have to say that I mean I mean like, did they make a bunch the of New jokes York... about the the Joker guy that like blew up the uh, movie theater or, or shot uh, fired at the people at the movie theater for the Dark Knight because he had like orange hair and shit I think they joked about him I don't think they made jokes about the situation yeah they joked about the guy yeah I don't know I mean obviously uh, has everybody? Have I they... liked. Uh, I did like Trump's speech. What speech? Uh, where he called them this? losers. I thought it was weird that he's like, "Oh, I'm going to call them losers now," because he calls everybody losers. Um, terrorists in general. He's like, "Oh, we shouldn't give them terrorists because they that or call them monsters because." No, no, I, I get the meaning and I get the 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 thing behind it. But it was just. Yeah. How many times he said losers? He says calls just everybody really... losers. It's so like that's the only part I didn't like. So like, isn't I... it great that we have a president that'll do that? What call people losers? Yeah, but it's like he I don't know. Say... I, I think <laughs> if he had an actual moment, that would yeah. have been kind of nice. Uh, but like if he like... wasn't already calling everybody losers, then yeah, like sure, that would be well, great like, that he called the terrorists a loser. He but call like everyone losers, only the losers. There was literally, <laughs> yeah, but like, I, I mean, an article to be fair, out. I think the terrorists won. They they killed twenty two people and yeah. injured fifty six at a very popular concert. I, I but there was an article that came winning. out right after after he did that speech where like somebody went through his Twitter feed and found like everybody he ever called a loser, and it was like so long, like the list. I'm like, so you already call everybody a loser? Like, why can't you call? I like it just would have had a bigger impact if he said it was a different name. Like they weren't losers; they were. Something else, you know. Cucks. They were cucks, yeah. <laughs> that would have been amazing. Yeah. Honestly, if yeah. he would have called Let's them, call them like, cucks. I would, yeah, that would have been great. I would have thrown my support behind Trump. <laughs> if if Trump honestly, if Trump wants to make a statement and, and really piss off ISIS and make them feel like shit, if he would get a bunch of photoshops together where it's a bunch of people from ISIS taking like bukkakis <laughs> to the fa- like you realize how pissed ISIS would be? <laughs> You know, they don't want to see pictures of themselves covered in semen. Wasn't he in so, Saudi Arabia like, when he gave the speech, too? Uh, yeah, because he was, he was doing his, his world tour right now a couple days ago. These goat fuckers in these Arab countries. <laughs> Dude, if he could get a picture of the leader of ISIS 
like with one of those dog cones on his face and then a bunch of dicks ejaculating into it. <laughs> why doesn't he do this? I, I, why don't you do that? Why isn't that our attack on ISIS? You realize that's really going to piss off ISIS. It's meme warfare. Why don't we do that? Like, why are we like, oh, well, we got to block everything. And why don't we just really emasculate them? What about all the people who jumped out and said, oh, the worst part about this terrorist bombing is that people might say mean things about Muslims now? Who said that? I mean, that that's happened every uh, every attack like this yeah recently a, in the uh, recent years yeah anytime it's like a muslim bomber but like nobody says that when it's like a white terrorist i mean see it's not all muslims like that's yeah this is the real threat and it's like this is the 500th muslim bombing and this is like the fourth not muslim bombing this is not the 500th muslim bombing oh, sorry the 5000th it's not 5000 either i mean <laughs> In the U.S., it wasn't like... Uh, granted, this didn't happen in the U.S., but like... Uh, I mean, the Manchester one didn't happen in the U.S., but like in the U.S., like the Muslim bombing isn't really that much. It's more the white people bombing. I mean, there's been several over the past couple months in Europe. Yeah, I'm just saying in the U.S., it's not. So and the like trucks this. running people over? That's the new, the new thing to do. We also had that kid drive his car through Times Square. Was that this week? Or well, that, that was week. a drunk driver. And drunk drivers are the real threat. Not religious no, extremism. Well, I think there's more drunk driving accidents in America than there are. Yeah, than there are terrorist bombings. Like, I don't think... I think the media hypes up the stuff that gets, you know, Americans all riled up about how we need to, like, protect our borders and shit. When it, that stuff doesn't happen. So we've trained a lot of, like, Homeland Security and our local police forces to deal with this kind of stuff and to catch it ahead of time, that the terrorist threat is way less than you, uh, the chances of you getting in a, in a car accident. Like, the chance of you killing yourself in a car accident is much higher than you getting blown up by a terrorist in the U.S. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, maybe it's different in Europe, because like you said, it, it's a little bit more prevalent in Europe, but in the U.S., it's you're more likely to die in a car accident than a terrorist bombing. Like, did you guys see that uh, that uh, in Austin, there's a movie theater that's just going to hold a women's only screening of Wonder Woman? I didn't see this, but in Texas, I did get your Yahoo News link to this. I mean, Yahoo has their pulse on America. So the reason the show is called AOL has their finger on the pulse of America is because Matt linked me that article about the, the tweet uh, from AOL News. And then this news article is from Yahoo News because these are the two sources that Matt... Dude, anytime before... When I do show prep, I go to Yahoo.com Yahoo. and AOL. At AOL. Yeah. I've been doing it for years. I know. What's, what's your problem with those sources, Joe? Uh, it's just, uh, who goes to Yahoo? Like, whose first stop is like AOL like at Yahoo? They're the only unbiased uh, no, but news like, sources. I get it if it was like 1996 and you were still on dial-up. Like those are the sites you would go to. But like in 2017, you're like, oh, I need to figure figure out what's happening on uh, on Yahoo News. Like, what are they going to tell me today? They've been through well, enough they... trouble without you shitting all over them. <laughs> yeah, I know. I'm sure. Uh, yeah. So I guess um, you know, I, I guess there's uh... so a. I think it's stupid. 
that this theater thinks it's important to show a women's only screening of the movie. I don't think. Yeah, I don't think. <laughs> I don't think. What's funny is, you most of your uh, m- most of your audience is going to be males who read comic books, right? Like that's those are the people that are big fans of uh, of of Wonder Woman. But to hold an actual like women's screening only, I just uh, feel like this is going to backfire on them because like. Uh, if you have like granted your family is is mostly girl Matt like would Rochelle and the kids just go to a, a women's only screening of Wonder Woman or would they be like Matt we want you to come with us let's go to a regular screening Yeah I mean I want to see the movie too so we would go to a, a screening where <laughs> the where we can all go together Yeah so like it's not going to be like oh this is so important to us we need to support this the three of us are going to go and you stay at home Matt Right if it's a women's only screening, who's going to explain everything to them that happens? <laughs> <laughs> Remind them who the characters are. It's true. It's true. It's a good point. Because women need that. Um, now, I think equally as stupid is anybody complaining about it. Like, uh, there's there's guys that are complaining about it, that they're doing this. Like, I think it's stupid that they're doing it. It's stupid that you're um, doing, but it's stupid that guys are complaining about it. Just let them have like it. Like, anybody that would complain that they're doing it is also stupid. Just like, all right, who the fuck cares? <laughs> like, just let them do what they want to do, and there it is. Besides, the, uh, most of the women that would go to this show couldn't, won't even make it to the show. They'll just get in a car accident on the way over there. Wow. <laughs> They'll be too busy creating, you know, cooking up dinners. And... Yeah. They'll have to keep sandwiches. Keep getting up in the middle of the movie to go change their tampons. Yeah, are they going to keep it really warm in the theater? Are they going to crank the temperature? It's always cold well, in those theaters. Make sure you bring a sweater. This conversation has gotten real sexist, guys. <laughs> no, I just want to say that I love that sweater you're wearing. It keeps you really nice and warm in the movie theater. <laughs> I don't know what that is. I, I just, <laughs> it's really fucking weird, though. It's Vin Diesel. It's Groot. Groot coming back. You want to say, say I'm Groot in the movie. I, I run my branch up your leg. Hmm. Are you excited to see Wonder Woman? Are you excited for Gal Gadot? Um, no, I, I'm not excited. It's Wonder Woman has never really been a character that I've. Did you see that they had a uh, a poll recently that said like this is the most anticipated movie of the summer, even above like Spider Man and Guardians? Is that a poll among I, SJW women? No, it was like Fandango or something polled like ten thousand people, and this was number one. The Wrestler? I mean, maybe I I don't know. I don't know. Like I, uh, Guardians didn't do as well as I thought it was going to do. Um, honestly, DC movies always trend really well leading into them. Like they really do. do they? Any every. Because I feel like yeah, Suicide Batman Squad versus Superman and Batman made v Superman. shitloads of money, and it, everybody was really excited to see it. Suicide Squad, leading into Suicide Squad, people were really excited, and it trended really well. And then they do terribly critically, but they amazing money. Like they do, they make well. Batman a v good Superman amount of money. made a lot of money. Yes, it made like nine hundred million or something, but it fell short. Of, they considered it a failure because it didn't break a billion dollars. Uh, considering they spent like two hundred million on it, um, because of the terrible word of mouth on it. And yeah, but still, I mean, it was a success. Yeah, it was a huge success. I mean, they made you know 
four times their money on it. It's just they considered it a failure because it didn't make seven times the money on it. But I mean, the same thing goes for for Suicide Squad. Like it, it trended really well. Like people were excited to go see it. Well, the they early, wanted to go see it. The early reviews of Wonder Woman is, is that it is the best of the DC movies and that it is a good film. Well, so. and yeah, I mean, you really—it's not hard to be the best of that steaming pile of dog shit that is DC films. Yeah. What do you think of Gal's well, accent? That's like her actual speaking voice. Like she's not. Is she American or is she from somewhere else? I think she's from Israel. Hmm. Don't really get a lot of Israel actors. I don't think her tits are big enough to be Wonder Woman. Wonder Woman should have some huge tits. Like just huge. Big old yabos. Spilling spilling out of her chest piece. Yeah, and everyone should be constantly referencing how big her tits are. I like, I like that Anchor <laughs> said that Fargo and American Gods are really taking a lot of its time right now. It's two hours a week. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's a lot of concentration. He has to dissect it's it. The, it's episode. not like you have multiple seasons of back catalog there. It's, <laughs> yeah. it's two hours a week, Anchor. <laughs> well, he has to watch each episode four times so he can figure out what happens <laughs> in it. Uh, Get every little detail. Uh, you guys want to wrap this bad boy up? Yeah. Final thoughts? Adam? Um, so, uh, Marvel Heroes just came out on PS4. Have you guys been... I know it's been on PC for a long time, but have you guys looked at it at all? I haven't even heard of it. No. What oh. is it? It's a uh, free-to-play multiplayer game. Is it like the DC Heroes game? Not really. It's uh, It's a lot like Diablo. You don't make your own character. You play as like Marvel heroes or like actual Marvel characters, but it's got like the same type of Diablo gameplay, and you can team up with, play all the X Men and Avengers and other characters like Blade and some other ones I haven't even heard of. Do you know who Angela is in the Marvel universe? Angela? Yeah. No, I've never heard of her, but she's a playable character. How about Squirrel Girl? I've heard of Squirrel Girl just uh, recently because apparently she's making a big. Marvel comeback and she might show up in the Avengers. Like movie. Yeah. There's like a good cast of characters you can play with and you can I think it's like team up with f- up to five people I guess. Hmm. It's free to play so you guys should try it out. I do have a lot of time to kill before Destiny comes out in the fall. That's like the only thing Destiny I'm Destiny 2? Yeah. It's the only thing I'm looking forward to this year. God. Uh, I kind of want to play the um, Friday the 13th game, which I think comes out, is it next week? Or did it come out this week? I don't know. I didn't know they were making a Friday the 13th game. There's a Friday the 13th game. Um, it looks really awesome. Uh, I don't obviously think Joe would care about it, but Adam might care about it. Mm. What kind of game is it? Have you seen it? Uh, have you seen any of the trailers, Adam? No, I haven't even heard of it. Dude, you should check it out. Like the game looks really awesome. You can play as Jason, uh, going around killing like the <laughs> counselors spree. of yeah. You can go on killing sprees, or you can be the uh, the kids trying to hide from Jason. It like it looks like a lot of fun. I want to play the Resident Evil Seven in that VR. I, I heard yeah, that I want to honestly. You know what I want to play in the VR is that uh, Star Trek. Uh, where you get the the bridge commander or whatever, where you're just on the bridge of uh, of uh, the Enterprise. Oh yeah, I did actually. Uh, didn't you mention that a few weeks ago? I looked it up. It looks pretty awesome. 
Is it for PlayStation? It looks like you would have a really good time if you had like four or five friends together. I don't know how many players it is, but you have four or five friends together just drinking and playing that game. Yeah, it's PlayStation VR. Like one's the captain, someone's like the tactical officer, someone's like the 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 flight controller. It's like yeah, you're, you're like, all just on the bridge of the. If Matt's my captain, like what, like what compels me in real life to follow his orders and not just like fly the ship where I want to go <laughs> to succeed the Nothing mission. Nothing other than yeah, <laughs> succeed the mission. I mean, you just want to be a fucking <laughs> asshole. Yeah. What if Matt's just like Joe set a course for Omicron Percy I eight and I'm just like no screw you I'm going to Vulcan. Let's check out what's happening there. <laughs> Omicron Percy I eight was just destroyed, and now you're being court martialed. <laughs> um, well, at least we're having a vacation on Vulcan. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, Adam. Adam, you should totally check out the uh, the Friday the Thirteenth game. It looks really, uh, looks like really uh, a lot of fun. I'll look it up. Uh, Joe, final thoughts. Uh. I fucking killed a hawk this week. I was really upset. A uh, hawk? Yeah, like, I don't know if it was a hawk. It was just a humongous... He killed a hawk, but he won't kill a fucking mouse in his... It, well, hang on, let me let me describe what happened here. Like, I was driving uh, on the highway, and literally... What happened, Adam, is he saw a hawk on the side of the road. He jumped out. Now, one thing that people don't know, Joe is a huge gun enthusiast. He has so many guns. He saw a hawk, gets out of his car, pulls over on the highway, 495 interstate, pulls out... Has a fucking AR uh, fifteen starts just shooting at this hawk, it kills it. I mean, it, there was nothing left, and and he won't kill a mouse that is in his well, apartment. Also, I'm friends with the mouse, and I'm, fuck your endangerment. He, we live together, and we're roommates. So, uh, I uh, dude, I hope you end up like fucking Michael Clark Duncan. Why? What happened to him? Dead. Well, yeah, he died, <laughs> in, but like in in the movie him? where he befriended a mouse, and in real life. Well, he died in real life, That's but what... I don't think it was mouse-related. Yeah, I can't believe your attitude to that mouse. I'd be so disgusted by he... seeing a mice, mouse run around. He was cute-looking. Or she was cute-looking. I don't know what his gender is. Her gender is. As he's tearing your food open and My food in is in the refrigerator, so unless he can chew through a refrigerator, I think my food's fine. Yeah. Anyway, the hawk... So, like, I was driving on the highway, and I see this humongous bird. And I don't know that it was a hawk. I just know that it's friggin' it wasn't, like, a pigeon or something. It was just this huge bird, and it starts flying. And I see it coming from my left side, and it's it's sort of, it looks like it's going to land on the side of the highway. And then all of a sudden, like, it just, it's flapping its wings like it's trying to slow down. And then it's in front of my windshield. And, like, there's nothing I can do. It's, like, a foot in front of me. And then I hit it, and <laughs> I can see it on the windshield. And I, like... I don't know what I did. I closed my eyes like, ah, and I made like a noise like that. And like, then, yeah, it's like, always safe to close your eyes while you're yeah, fucking but driving. It was like a reflex. Cause like, I didn't expect the bird to land oh, in front of the car uh, and in front of the windshield is my windshield. Cause I'm driving 65 miles an hour. Like, and, and then I hit the bird and I hear the noise and I look at my rear view mirror and it's still flapping its wings, but it's like crashed to the ground. And there's a big like truck behind me. Like one of the big, like big wheeler <laughs> trucks narrowly misses it and i'm freaking out like that bird is it's like you know squirming on the ground at the the highway and then i lose sight of it and i'm like that thing is dead like some car has run over it oh so you don't really know if it died i don't know if it died i assumed it's dead i i oh well why don't you assume it's alive to make yourself feel better no because i feel so awful about it like it it was i was like kind of shaken afterwards because I felt like Joe, so bad. <laughs> exactly. I'm thinking this bird is just like... Me, 
<laughs> I'm thinking this bird is so like. Uh, I was you know, just trying to feed my babies. Crow. Yeah, like if that maybe that's that what it was voice? doing, and I I was I'm so upset afterwards. Like I I sat in my car a little bit like before because I was driving to to work and. Um, what if it just took too much Ativan and had a fight with its wife and it was just done? I don't want to be the instrument of its death. Like, God, no, please, no, God. Was there like a puff of feathers when you hit it? Were there uh, feathers everywhere? No, but there was like the thud of it like hitting the windshield is still in my memory. And then it left a little streak behind. <laughs> and I had to like use my wipers to, to get rid of it because I didn't want to see it anymore. Uh, it was gross, man. It's too bad you weren't Snapchatting like out the window when it happened. I did send a snap afterwards about how I was a bird murderer, but uh, <laughs> yeah, Mshaw says not only did he kill the bird, now all the babies are gonna die. I know. I couldn't stop thinking about it. I was so upset. But think of about think about all the mice that you saved that Hawk won't kill. I know. Well, Max and I are, are doing okay. Yeah, so Max is gonna live a long, healthy life because a hawk won't eat him. Yeah, well, the hawk was never going to get inside. I was going to protect Max from the hawk, but... But if he ever decides to go outside for, like, a stroll? I've known about the mouse for a while, um, and my mom has said something about it, too, because she's seen it, like, when she came over, but I don't know what to do with it. Like, I don't want to kill it, and I'd like to get one of those humane traps that traps it and you can let it go outside, but, like, what if it traps him at, like, 9 a.m., and I don't get home till like, six or seven and it's just been stuck inside of it all day and it dies like it's a mouse joe yeah that's what i'm worried about it's a pest yeah but it's a mammal this is what we like test so our um, drugs on my my final thought for the evening is uh in in uh a week and a day so eight days from now yeah i want to be a dog owner Congrats. Haven't you already been a dog owner? Is it going to die in 10 uh, days? Yeah. <laughs> uh, I'm really excited. Um, our, our puppy, Professor Porkchop, is going to be arriving. And uh, and he is a, my sister. a what kind of dog? He's a professor. Chocolate lab. He's a chocolate lab? Chocolate lab. Yeah, he's a professor of pork chops. What, in, um, what institution does he work at? He's actually going into retirement to come be uh, a member of our family. What's his degree in? Dentistry? Uh, pork choppery. He's uh, more qualified than Bill Nye the Science Guy. <laughs> <laughs> With his degree uh, in so pork I'm really choppery. excited. Are you guys actually going to feed him pork chops? It's just so he can... All the time. That's his diet is yeah. going to be pork chops, yeah. Well, on the plus side, like maybe you'll make some pork chops for yourself, too. Or maybe we'll turn him into pork chops. Or maybe you'll be like Doug Funny's dog, where his name was Porkchop, and he went. Rawr, rawr. Do we that? have a clip of uh, Billy West actually saying that? We do. <laughs> Back when we used to play this. <laughs> uh, but I'm excited. I'm excited to have a dog. I'm, I've been really looking forward to uh, Professor Porkchop and my uh, my sister and her husband are coming up next weekend to hang out. So should be a good time. What are you going to do? With should be a good time. The husband. Uh, I was actually, I'm, I'm trying to think of uh, things to do, and um, I thought about taking them to the aquarium in Boston, even though it's two hours away, but I feel like if they're coming up this way, they should definitely like see Boston and hang out in Boston. 
for a little second, bit. You, you know? just said aquarium. Like when I visit Matt, we go to Walmart in <laughs> New Hampshire, and then his sister visits. They go to the aquarium. Hold on, we we when you come to visit, we go see Logan the movie, and we get drunk at that bar uh, <laughs> where the guy stands on the on seats. Yeah, uh, while playing the guitar. They were good so, I mean, you you've had good times up here. <laughs> you should take him to a swingers club. Yeah, take your sister and your brother-in-law to to a swingers club. Yeah, that sounds like a really good time. I think I think you're right though. Like if they're coming all the way up here, they should at least see Boston. Yeah. I think Bo- like I think you should definitely get into Boston. You know, like yeah. we're it's even though it's two hours drive. Um, what else you know, do they go, like to do? Like, is there something else in Boston they can do? I mean, he likes to fish. He's he's a real you know redneck guy. So you could take him to Walmart to buy some fish. <laughs> yeah, stop one is Walmart. <laughs> stop two is the aquarium. Yeah, so uh, honestly, Walmart would probably be a pretty good visit for him. But um, all right, well, I think that's it. Are we done? Are we done? I think we're done. I think we're done. We did it. We we, we did another episode. Another one's in the can. Another winner. You know, I really like the way you did that episode. Guys, we are the Lotus Cast. TheLotusCast.com is where you can listen to us live. Make sure you check out StrangeLabel.com. Wheelbarrow Full of Dicks, my favorite podcast. They had the Cigarette Whisperer on their show this week. What a fucking piece of shit cunt that guy was. (laughs) Oh my God, was he just such a fucking dickhole. Ugh. Every time he spoke... One of the guys on Wheelbarrow Full Dicks was like, oh, is there a McDonald's whisper? And his response was serious. He gave a serious response that said, I don't know. I'm not him. Did he speak through a vibrator? No, no personality whatsoever. Ugh. Rusty Rubin or whatever the fuck his name is. Piece of shit. Make sure you check out the other shows there. Furnacast on Monday nights as well. Not safe for water coolers on Tuesday. Uh, tons of great shows all week long. Strangelabel.com. The Lotus de- uh, Lotuscast.com is where you can check out our show. Tons of great stuff there. <sighs> Anchor didn't like Alien Covenant. I liked it. It was confusing and kind of stupid. That's what he says. That's what he says. I mean, yeah, there's some dumb parts, but I liked it overall. I thought it was pretty good. Not Anchor. Anchor's like Joe. Doesn't like things. I I liked Guardians. I don't like people saying that I didn't like Guardians. Guys, until next week, we are the Lotus Cast at the Lotus Cast on Twitter, the Lotus Cast on Instagram. Go fuck yourselves.